and welcome in to a brand new episode of Weekly Fantasy Basketball. I am your host, Dan Garfinkel, and today we have our mailbag episode. Um, Thank you to the person who wrote the review. That person will, rena- will remain um, unknown, but thanks for, thanks for writing that in, and let's get straight into it. Perfect five questions. Each of them, uh, each of them have have significance and are good questions. So number one, who should I play in Kevin Durant's absence? So we're pretty much already at the All Star break, but um, there's two guys who have really stepped up. It's more, it's not me deciding. It's more them really just saying it for themselves. Bruce Brown and Nicholas Claxton. Claxton, uh, he's his rebounding has been a bit rough for a center, but he's had some decent blocks and points. Points is pretty good. His last five games, he's only shot under five, or excuse me, fifty percent once, and he's been scoring pretty decent amounts. His free throw is not. Free throws are not very good. 75%, 66%. One of them, 100%, and then 50%. But um, but it's fine. It's not your go-to player, but if you need it, he's he's not so bad. Averaging 10 points, 3 rebounds, and only 1 assist. And then the other one is Bruce Brown, as I said. Um, he's, he's his scoring, just like Claxton, has been good, but his rebounding, it's been inconsistent. But lately, he's had, on the 21st against the Lakers, he's he had 13 and 8, so that's pretty good. And then on the 23rd, he had 29-4. And then on the 25th, he had 14-4. And then 27th, 12-9. and 9. And it doesn't look as good, but I've come to realize that 12 and 9 is basically double double 10, 12 and 10. So that's still that's still really good then 23 and 3 and then 17 8 and 7. And blo- and steals in all but two of those in all but uh all but two of those games that I just mentioned. So he's a pretty decent player. I would say probably should be rostered if he can keep that up. That assist that that seventeen eight and seven uh, on March third. That if he can keep that up, if he can get that amount of assists and rebounds, not to mention the points also, but that has been there all along. Then he's he's a start. He's just a start for me. And then next question up, we have who should I start? Will Barton or James Wiseman? So James Wiseman. Like I think I'm pretty sure he went number two in the draft. He's very talented, but he recently played his career high minutes, and that was only 35. So I understand them. Um, I mean, he hasn't been playing amazing, but but for going top five picks or to even top three picks in the draft, you could expect a bit more from Wiseman, uh, especially on the rebounding side. He, in his last, what, in la- in his last um, 
one, two, three, four. In his last six games played, he's he's only had double digit rebounding once, and that's eleven against Phoenix. So that is, I mean, that is against DeAndre Ayton, but still, he's he's a big guy. You would expect more. And then Will Barton hasn't been playing amazing, but he's been putting up decent numbers. 15-6-5, and 14-6-2. and It's 14-8-5 and, and then 16-6. And, and um, and steals in all but one of those games. Or actually, one steal in each of those, except for one. But he his scoring and three-point made is really... All that is offered here, except and then rebounding. If you look more down the more down the list, it's it's a little bit shaky. But he has shown good rebounding. He also did have five assists, so if he can keep that up, and then pretty decent steals. So I would just go with Will Barton on this one. I'd say his experience really pays off, and he's he's having the better stats. Next question, who should I start, Dylan Brooks or Dante DiVincenzo? So normally, right out of my mind, I would just say Dylan Brooks. But lately, Dante DiVincenzo has been playing really well. Um, he's I really wasn't expecting him to do much, but he scored, he scored 27, 24, 7, and 9. And then kind of, that was his real high point where I was really high on him. On him, I thought you should start him a lot because previously to that he had thirteen five and five, and then sixteen two and three, but then but then he kind of went down eleven and seven, three three and three seven seven and four. So, but on those two nights, if you look, it's all about the shooting. When he scored twenty four, it was over fifty percent, but when he scored three and seven. It was 0%, so he must have got fouled on a three-pointer or missed a free throw and got two or however, however he scored that. And then and then um, the next one, 22. So not, I mean, not great shooting, but still, though, he's shown huge upside and is worth being in the consideration. And then Dylan Brooks, lately he's been pr- playing pretty good, 19-2. Um, 11, 2, and 2, 8, 2, and 3, 23, and 2, and then 23, 4, and 7. So the game, and then 20, when, all, or in, in all of those games, he said he had, in the first one, 1, and then 2, and then 1, and then 2, and then 3. And then that's that's for the steals category. And then in blocks, surprisingly, I definitely wasn't expecting to see this, but he's had one block in the first game, one in the second, none in the third and fourth that I just said, and then three in the next. So he does shoot quite a, quite a big amount. Scoring, scoring um, when he scored 23, he only shot 35%. But still, that's, other than, other than that, that's great free throw. He's got great free throw percentage, free throws made, um, pretty decent three-point made. So other than the field goal percentage, he's being he's being played big minutes, and I would go with Dylan Brooks on this one. So that's that. And then next, this is what this is one I really like. It's finding what category you're not good with, and then trying to pick that out. 
So what I have here, so what the next question is who's going to get the most assists for the Pistons with Delon Wright and Killian Hayes out? So my answer for this one is Dennis Dennis Smith Jr. So yeah, it could be I mean, they've got they They've got a. If you look at the ESPN, it shows that they've got a lot of injured players. But Dennis Smith Jr. have has definitely getting the has definitely been getting the most assists. Uh, Lee also he's been he's been one of maybe this arguably the stronger scorer. But lately, um, Dennis Smith Jr. as as he had ten, he has he had the triple double, ten points, twelve rebounds, eleven assists, and not and three steals, and that was on that was on March third. Before that, it's been a little inconsistent, starting from the twenty third up to March fourth, um, fourteen three, and then one assist, one steal, and two blocks. Then eleven, eleven, um, yeah, eleven points, three rebounds. Seven assists, seventeen, one, six, seven, seven, four, three, three steals, a block, tw- and then there's the triple double, ten, twelve, eleven, and three steals, and then twelve, two, and two. So if he can get his shooting percentages up, like he could have had, he shot thirty three percent when he's so he could have had a thirty point triple double, and then when he scored seven points, he. He could have had maybe four times that, maybe. So that would be 28 points. And then 17, he shot just over 50 at 53%. So a lot of these times, like he could have had, he could have had over double as he shot 41% when he scored 11. A lot of these times, he can have more points, but he's just not knocking down his shots. So maybe he's not the better point guard, fantasy wise, because of his rocky rocky other numbers and inconsistent but he is but he is he does have the best assists on the pistons with Dylan Wright and Killian Hayes out and then finally with Jaron Jackson Jr coming back who should i drop so i i had a hard time on this one but i've come to realize that you don't you don't want to drop Brandon Clark and you don't want to drop Jonas Valančiūnas maybe I mean, Jonas Valanciunas, his production went way up. I mean, practically averaging 16 and 11. And then Brandon Clark also pl- played pretty well as he was as he was in my what to do with this inconsistent player. But and I didn't say to drop him. So I would I would keep I mean, Jonas Valanciunas, for me, he's still a start. Like, those numbers, that's just showing that's a must start. But then Brandon Clark, he's already been a bit shaky. So I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't drop him just yet. But I would I would see if he starts scoring just bad numbers and just, like, under five, under five rebounds and under five points, then, then I would drop him. But otherwise... He, uh, the bench seems like a good place for you. Um, I mean, not for you, for Brandon Clark, but he he's still he's he's like very bouncy. He's very athletic on the rebounds, and I would I would still keep him. 
So that brings us to the end of this mailbag episode. Thank you to uh, Unonymous for sending that in. And, And I guess I'll just see you guys next time. Okay, bye.